After a great start to open up UMAC play, we are so pleased to welcome in the new head women's basketball coach at North Central University, Leah Zabla, to the pod. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Really excited to be with you guys tonight. So just right off the bat, I want to kind of take us into before the season because I mentioned you're the new head coach at North Central, and we'll talk about kind of the transition from last year's club to this year's club in a little bit. But for our listeners who don't know, you were the head coach a season ago at Crown College, but you have some experience in the past at North Central. All that is to be said, wondering if you could take us through a little bit of the timeline going back to last spring or last summer whenever it kind of became a reality that the North Central job was open when Coach Bruner moved on and then you were a candidate and highly qualified and someone who had been around the program. And that's just all I'm going to say, and I'm going to leave it up to you, Coach, for how <laughs> this all kind of came to fruition. Yeah, um, you know, it definitely kind of a lot to it for sure. So I can unpack some of it here. But um, I was the assistant at North Central for the 2020 season um, and then you know had an opportunity to be a head coach at Crown College and had a great time there and a really great experience and obviously at the end of that season um, you know was planning to return that was definitely not really in the cards I was planning to stay but um, just have, having the opportunity to return to North Central and um, a lot of familiar faces there players that I had coached um, I really love the, um, the university and all that it stands for as well and so um, kind of a lot of things were just pulling on my heart um, and then had a great chat with um, athletic director Mike Knipe um, at North Central and just really felt like that is where God was leading me at the time um, you know and I think that obviously now we're at the end of December and like I started at the end of July and so now just kind of being able to reflect on this um, first semester too I'm so thankful um, to be here and just so thankful for the ladies and how they have um, adjusted to a new staff and just really um, went all in for um, how we do things and so um, have felt very supported and encouraged and loved well by our athletic department and um, just by all sorts of different um, people across campus and so um, very thankful to be at North Central again um, and just very excited for what's to come for this program as well. So I'm going to go back even a little bit further, and we had you on the pod last year, but my memory is terrible, so if we asked this or already discussed this, my apologies, but did you always know that you wanted coaching to be a big part of what you did in the future, whether it was from a young age or in high school, college? When did that kind of finally uh, become a realization for you that you knew you wanted to be a coach? Yeah, well, you know, I have always been around sports. My family is very sporty and so grew up just going to a lot of different sporting events and had a great opportunity to play uh, but high school as well as in college too. And so I grew up just around the game and love it. I'm super competitive, whether it's card games or whatever. I just am a competitor by nature. And so um, definitely um, have thought about it. I definitely um, wasn't certain, you know, I got done playing college basketball and I was kind of worn out in general um, and, and it was such a big part of my identity and so when I got done I kind of needed a break from it to be honest with you um, but 
before I started to be a graduate assistant, which I was a grad assistant at Black Hill State once I finished playing at North Dakota, but I had a mentor speak over me and was like, you would be an amazing coach. You really need to go for it. I think you could really impact lives through this. And, um, you know, definitely him speaking that over me really kind of excited me. Uh, but then just having the opportunity to get my master's, um, which was something I really wanted to do as well as coach, um, that was really intriguing to me as well. And then when I actually started that, when I was a grad assistant at Black Hill State, I fell in love with it. I had an awesome boss there. Um, we had awesome ladies on our team. And so I just had a great two years, a, a wonderful experience out there. Um, and I was like, this is definitely what I want to do. And so I didn't really know right away, um, got kind of pushed into it and then just fell in love with it. And so um, I think when I was in that season of still in school, still coaching, trying to figure it out, that was when I was like yep this is it this is definitely what I want to pursue that's great stuff appreciate that background coach now I kind of want to move it forward a little bit when we get into you know late September and then into October when you're able to officially start practices and whatnot many listeners to this pod know but for those who maybe don't North Central last year won the UMAC tournament and had a really really good squad that came on late in the season and you know, maybe surprise some people with, with uh, what they did in the conference tournament and then getting to the NCAA tournament. And so you're the defending conference champs, but the group looks a whole lot different this season. And you come in, and I'm sure there's, you know, expectations to be near the top again, but at the same time, it's a totally different group. What were some of your initial thoughts when you first got to get with the team Later on in the fall, like I said, late September, middle of October, when you look at your group, there's lots of young talent, but you mentioned as well there's some players you had familiarity with from the past. And so what was your initial take from, okay, this is the group I got for this season? Yeah, you know, October 15th is a big day, right? That's the first day of practice for us, and that's the first day we're just on the court working with our ladies. And so you always have expectations, right, from returners to new freshmen to all these different things. And so you're you're actually able to work with them and see where you're at. And so that is always a big day um, for us as a staff and definitely a day that I look forward to. Um, but I think, you know, the coolest thing is just being able to write our own story and I think Paul Bruner did such a wonderful job the years before and how he built North Central women's basketball program and the success that he had was really really incredible and so um, obviously coming after him just having a ton of respect for him what he did but also knowing that I'm going to do it how I believe it should be done working with my staff doing what we believe is best for our team and our young ladies and so I look at it and, and I knew it was going to be different I knew our group was going to be different and how we were going to coach was going to be different. But I also think that's really exciting too. And like I kind of mentioned earlier, our ladies have been incredible to work with. Um, just hardworking, very coachable, um, have really adapted and adjusted to different things really well. And so um, it's been been cool. It's been really cool to see our um, returners take on a bigger role as well as our freshmen be ready to go um, and just getting after it right away. And so I think we have a really good balance of hungriness from our um, newcomers, but then also just like the maturity from our upperclassmen has been really, really awesome. 
So talking about this season a little bit, you've gotten off to a great start. I think overall it was 7-3, and three, but more importantly in conference play as well, off to a 2-0 and start. One of those games came against Crown, who obviously you were the coach of last year. So uh, talk a little bit about that day. Were there some emotions that day, I'm sure, coaching against the team where you were just at? And I'm sure you're obviously happy to get the win that day. But overall, was that uh, a unique experience to, to see some of the players maybe that you coached a year ago as well? Yeah, yeah, you know, obviously, um, there's two sides to it, right? As a coach, you just love to compete, you love to win, you want to do your best um, every single day and practice and in games and whatnot. But I'm, I'm also a person too. And so um, in the humanness too, like I coached a lot of those ladies, I recruited a lot of those ladies, and I love them too. And so um, at the same time, too, like I want them to have a great season, and I want them to have all the success too. And so um, obviously, there's two sides to it. I'm happy we won um but like i said i want them to have a great season as well too as wyatt mentioned coach you guys off to a seven and three start and very importantly two and oh in umac play and so when we look back on what's happened so far i think back to the last coach's conversation that Wyatt and i had with coach carpenter over at uw superior and each coach has a different philosophy for how they want their team to play and what identity they have i mean for example for superior it's we're going to be up in your face full court defensively and really try to force you into mistakes and i gotta mention it why didn't i joke about it all the time on this pod but it's hashtag downtown you and we always joked in the past with coach bruner's clubs that hey they're not going to be shy about it there's no questioning about it from everyone else in the league they're going to shoot the three ball and they're going to do it a lot so i mean that can be part of the answer if that's what you guys do but you as a coach I'm sure you mold a lot of what you do to the skill set of the players that you have on your roster. But ideally, for a Coach Zabla team, what is the identity and what do you want to do at a really high level, especially when it comes to watching you guys in UMAC play? Yeah, I think um, you definitely were spot on there. We definitely adjust to the strengths of our team. Um, but I would say a um, couple things that are really, really important to me. I would say, one, being the toughest team. And so what does that look like? Every loose ball, every rebound, pressuring the ball defensively. Um, that looks like just being... Uh, just being tougher than your opponent and so um, a lot of that is on the defensive end but also just winning loose balls and rebounding and um, just being ready the mental toughness to being ready to make plays too um, and then the second part of it would just be um, being a selfless team being a team that um, shares the basketball being a team that makes defenses shift being a team that um, is definitely hard to guard because they have so many impact players that can step up so I would say those are the two things we talk a lot about, being gritty and being selfless. Looking ahead, you're going to be uh, taking a trip, it looks like, to Florida for a couple of games here over the break. So uh, is that going to be a good opportunity for you to maybe even just as a team? Uh, at this point, I'm sure you know each other really well, but it's always, at least when I was in college, those trips where you know you take and you're staying overnights at places and you're, you're away from campus and stuff. There's a lot of uh, growth within the team when, when you do that kind of stuff. Are you looking forward to that opportunity for the girls to kind of be able to – even get closer maybe than they already are and at the same time play two uh, very good teams as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think um, this is definitely going to be a really fun trip. I know our ladies are really excited about it. We've been talking about it all season and just um, obviously we're in Daytona Beach and so they're just pumped to spend time in the sunshine um, on the beach and just spending time together too. I think um, that's probably one of the greatest joys I have in coaching is seeing our ladies build relationships and create memories together and just and that just happens spending time together. And so I love that when our group is all together and they're laughing and sharing jokes and stuff, that is probably one of the highlights for me too. And so um, I'm super excited. I think it's going to be a great time for our team in general. And, and like you said, two great teams that we're going to play too. And so um, obviously it'll be fun to spend time together and it'll be fun to compete as well. We'll stay on the topic of players specifically coach and stick kind of with, with why or why it began things and, we're just from afar. We obviously don't know everything about the program, but I kind of, you know, looking at box scores, like I mentioned, there's a lot of talented players who left the program, but the cupboard is, is far from bare. You have young talent, and you also have experienced players back as well, and you mentioned that you know a lot of these girls from where you were at as an assistant a chunk of years ago, and so I think of a name like Joel Telso, handling the basketball so much, shooting the basketball a lot, on the floor a lot. What have you seen from her, and maybe if there's another player or two that sticks out as far as lots of playing time experience as a veteran player because sure there can be experience where you've been a couple years in the program but there's a difference between you can't simulate I mean you know this high level division three basketball in the UMAC what have you seen from her and you know you can mention others on the team as well from a leadership standpoint in kind of a, a new era under your tutelage at North Central. Yeah, I think Joelle Tulsa is an awesome, awesome one to talk about. She's probably one of the best leaders that I've ever seen. Um, you know, she is really, really um, a great leader by example, um, but she also is just a great communicator. And so um, it has been really cool for me to see her grow in the last couple of years. And um, I think she's been outstanding for us in a lot of different areas. I think, um, like you said, the leadership, you know, leading by example, and, and she's been incredible for our our freshmen or our transfers who are playing roles for us too, just leading them and this is what it looks like and this is how we handle ourselves in these situations. And so she's been so great in a leadership role. And like I said, I don't know if I've seen a leader that is um, as on point and solid and consistent as she is. Um, but I definitely um, look at some other returners for us that have been really great too. I think Caitlin Manerplug is another one that has been really great. Um, um, you know, obviously having a much bigger role this year for us, but um, she is awesome. She's so wonderful to coach too because she just has such a positive spirit and um, just someone that really unites the team, gets excited for others. And so um, she's also another one that has been great, but um, I think it's also been cool to see some of our newcomers really step up and make plays and, and step into pretty big roles too. So definitely excited. Um, those are probably Probably two of um, the returners, obviously, that are, have been filling up the stat sheet, too. But I think Kayla Hola and Jocelyn Tulsa, those are two of our other captains, too, have been, just been great as leaders for us this year, too, and really setting the standard for our program. 
Coach, I'm curious to get your thought on the conference as a whole, as someone that's been around it now for a few years. Uh, me and Ryan, whether it's the women's side or the men's side this year, we think both are pretty open and it's pretty uh, level playing field. Would you kind of agree that the conference as a whole is getting stronger altogether? And uh, do you think that's good for the UMAC moving forward as well? Yeah, yeah. I think obviously um, there has been some big changes in the UMAC, right? There is some new coaches and, um, you know, obviously a lot of ladies that played big roles in our conference for multiple years are now gone. And so I look at it and yes, I do think that there's much more of an even playing field too, which is exciting. I think that um, is something that is going to help the UMAC because you can't really take a game off. You can't, um, you know, be lax for this game because the next one's going to be really good you know like every game matters and so um, I'm definitely excited for us to get rolling in conference play when we get back from Christmas break too because I think it's going to be a really fun year and going to be a really competitive year in the UMAC. Coach you're in a unique place where you played at a high level in division one at North Dakota and then you know you're a grad assistant for a few years at the D2 level with a program that had a lot of success that you were talking about earlier and now you're at the division three level and so I think so many of our listeners would like to hear from you when you look at you know that jump D1 to D3 some people can kind of roll their eyes and say why would I consider following the UMAC or going out to Clark Danielson to watch a gym that can't be a very good level of basketball could you explain to those people from you know your perspective, you've been on the floor in high-level D1 games, but now you're on the sideline for D3, and why didn't I try to tell people all the time it's still a high level of basketball. It may not be all the same recruiting wars and whatnot that we see at the higher levels, but you got to earn it to be able to play in that spot and have success. Why is UMAC basketball, I guess, if we want to put it that way, worth investing into, in your opinion? Yeah, yeah, I think um, for a lot of different reasons, I would say um, one thing, um, you look at these young ladies who are competing every day in practice, they're committed hours of their day to get better at their craft. And so you look at the work that these ladies do and, and they deserve to be recognized for that, what they're doing and competing every day and earning spots on their team and, and playing under the lights. And you look at it and it's really respectable, the work that they do do to play college basketball in general, regardless of what level it is. It's, it's a lot of work to compete at the college level. And so that's one thing I would say to you look at the UMAC in general, and there's some pretty legit coaches in this league. I would say, obviously, you know, Bethany and the and the tradition that they've had of excellence. I think Northwestern is so well coached. Um, you know, I definitely respect girls a ton from um, Morris too. And, and the list goes on and on. I think we have some great coaches in in this league too, um, who really get the most of their teams as well. And so I think, you know, that's the important thing is just recognizing the ladies and the work that they do just to play college basketball and, and the respect that they deserve. But then also, um, you know, the coaches for putting together um, the best talent and the best strategy um, day in and day out for their teams to have success. So um, I love it. I am very thankful to be in the UMAC and to be coaching in general I do think it's such a gift and, and definitely just the opportunity to impact lives too through college basketball and through the sport is really, really awesome. 
Yeah, there certainly is so many other factors that play into it, I'm sure, and why you wanted to go into it. Like you already mentioned, you, you touched on the faith aspect of it as well and just the impact you can make. So all of that, you, you know, adds up. And then you look at it from the other side of, you know, like you said, you're competitive, you want to win all of that too. So I got to ask, as you get towards the end of the season and you try and go win a conference championship for you, what do you think it's going to take to get North Central to go back to back? What do you have to do, whether it's, you know, one or two things specifically that every championship team has as a quality? What is it in your mind that has to happen if you're going to be able to win the uh, conference championship at the end of the year? Yeah, I would just say commit to continuing to grow every single day. I think, um, you know, this is when the best basketball starts being put together is January, February, and then showcasing it in March. And so um, just continuing to work and committing to growing every single day and so um, I look at it in a lot of different ways I think there's the player development and so um, our ladies need to continue to put in the work and to continue to get better and then I look at it from a team standpoint too is we need to continue to put pieces together and continue to add layers to um, what we do offensively and defensively um, and then I would say the last part of it is just trusting the process and trusting one another too and so when you have a team that is just firing on all cylinders there, there's great trust there's trust for um, one another and for each person to do their job and to have each other's back and so um, I think a lot of it is just growth every single day and, and committing to getting 1% better but then I also think a lot of it is just trust and trust in um, your teammates and, and, and what we do too and so um, obviously you know you want to play your best basketball at the end of the season and, and that's what everyone's after too is that championship too and so we're going to do whatever we can to get there um, but like I even mentioned earlier, too, we want to be tough and we want to be selfless. And so we're going to continue to work on that and, and continue to focus on that, too. We'll wrap with this one, Coach, kind of pulling you off the court a little bit. Why I mentioned you guys are heading down to Florida for an experience that is going to be so much bigger than just the two games that you play. I know you want to win those games, but I hope that that is a really fun trip for your club and, and safe travels on that. But then you get into UMAC play and it gets, you know, Hot and heavy is why didn't I like to say as we flip into the new year. So all that is to be said, we're talking with you right now during Christmas week, and I'm sure it's been a whirlwind for so many players, but you as a coach as well, in a new role, jumping in, having a really good start, but now you have a chance, hopefully, to at least breathe a little bit, recharge the batteries. What's the key for you personally to say, I want to take advantage of this time? I know the, the grind never stops, if you will, where you're watching film or you're coming up with practice ideas or whatnot to try to get better consistently but how do you recharge during this Christmas season and figure out a way to say okay how can I take advantage of this time even though we're maybe not practicing as much and playing those games how do you take advantage still in this you know week-ish range I guess yeah yeah i would say a couple of things one um time with the lord is probably the biggest thing for me to be able to recharge just being able to be with the lord and um also just being with my loved ones too um i love being an auntie and so i spend a lot of time with my nieces and nephews and um that is just a joy for me too and as much as i can i know it's not very nice outside right now but i love being outdoors and so um that's another thing that i love to do to recharge but i will definitely definitely be spending a lot of time with the Lord and just recharging that way and then doing as many fun things with my loved ones as possible too here. Absolutely. Why did I uh, could not agree with that more? And like I said, 
safe travels and best of luck in the trip down to Florida. And we're uh, looking forward to that stretch run in UMAC play. We really do appreciate your time and uh, best of luck the rest of the way. We look forward to uh, staying in touch as we roll along. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you.